0: our weekly perceptions. Hey there, welcome to another In My Car. How the devil are you? excellent I'm very well indeed, thank you very much for asking. I'm Simon Sculls, the founder and creative director of Perception Studios, uh, the award-winning visual marketing agency based in Hampshire in the UK. Um, As always, I like to try and give you guys some value. I've been talking about this with a lot of people lately and I've spoken about it in the podcast before and I'm going to go on and on and on about it uh, because bigger people than I have started to talk about it more as well. What am I on about? I'm talking about friction. So many people are creating friction with their content. It is unreal. And I don't mean going on and going, you know what, Trump's an absolute arse. Or, oh my word, Barack Obama was a terrible president. Or, Theresa May, she didn't know what she's doing with Brexit. Um, I don't mean that kind of friction. I mean creating friction for people to be able to digest what it is that you've got to say. Because the chances are what you've got to say is valuable to somebody to be able to digest it. However, if all you do is write a blog and stick it on your website and expect people to be able to find that piece of content, you are creating friction. It is a massive, massive thing at the moment. You are trying to help people with your content, whatever it is that you're talking about, and by pure and simple, just putting it in one place and expecting people to be able to find it there, you're creating friction. Not only that, but those people may not want to read in the first place, so if your one piece of content is just a blog, then you're creating friction again by the fact that those people who don't want to read, which at the moment, in this day and age, I'm sad to say is about 95% of the population, won't digest what you've got to say. And it could be the most valuable piece of content to them. But until you start putting it in a place where they can digest it, they ain't gonna have a clue that you even exist. So you need to find a way of making your content for multiple channels. This is why I talk people through... It's it's such a simple little process, it really is. You write a blog, you do a Facebook Live, you make the Facebook Live work harder for you by repurposing it. It really is that simple. But unless you get yourself into the habit of doing that, it becomes really hard work to do it. So all you've got to do is write a blog on a weekly basis. Just 52 blogs in a year. 52! It's nothing. I'm sure everybody can come up with 52 subject matters that they can write about each and every single year. So you write about those 52 ideas. You then do a Facebook Live on one of the... that idea for that week, for that blog going out. And then you repurpose your Facebook Live. You download it. You put it up onto YouTube. You embed it back into your blog. You... Take the audio off and you turn it into a weekly podcast. It doesn't have to be daily like this one. You can edit out short pieces of content so that you can turn it into short form video so people can digest what you've got to say that way. Or you can take what you've got to say, the bullet points out of it that really resonate with people, and turn those into memes. You can end up with like 12, 13, 14 pieces of content every single week. Every single week. Which means you can have, like, 56 pieces of content going out a month. Now, I know in the grand scheme of things, when you look at some of the big guys and what they're doing, that's not a lot. Because they're releasing maybe 10, 15 pieces of content every single day. But you've got to start somewhere. And you don't have the time to pay for a social media person to create a crap load of content for you every single day. You don't have the money to do that. You probably don't have the content to do that. But... You do have the time to be able to create a blog and a Facebook Live every single week. If you don't have the time to do those two things, you're on a hiding to nothing straight away already anyway. So you might as well find the time to make that blog and make that Facebook Live, do that Facebook Live. I'm not saying your social media needs to replace selling because frankly, the main thing for all of us is we want to make money so you're going to have to sell at some point or another but you need to also look to the future and how you can build roving fans create that pipeline of future people who are going to work with you Um, And then when you come out and ask for something on social media like, you know what, Um, I've just written a book and it's coming off really soon. It'd be great if you checked it out. Those raving fans are likely to check it out. Or I've got a course coming up that I think might benefit you. I know you've been really loving the content. um, And I think that if you do the course, you could just push what I'm saying even further. Really, really great way of of doing it. So you're trying to build raving fans while you're still selling. But if you're not trying to build any fans whatsoever, at some point or another, you're going to fall over because your competition will already be doing it on social media. And you can get really niche and really targeted with how you talk to people. So hopefully you got some value out of this. Hopefully you're going to start removing the friction for your potential audience or even for your audience already there. You might write a blog and those people might love to read it, but you know what? They want to save a bit of time. So if you turn it into a podcast, they're going to absolutely love you. Thanks ever so much for listening, and I will catch you next time. This podcast has been a Perception Studios UK production.